And the first time I heard him preach, he told about his mother dying. And she said, now Chuck, she said, I know there's windows in heaven. Did you know there's windows in heaven? The Bible says there is. She said, don't be looking for me to be looking out the window because I won't. I'll be down there by the door. Amen. All right, let's open our Bibles this morning to two places. Thank you for the wonderful singing. Uh, Emma, this morning, those songs were uh, a great selection. I'd listened to both of them this week and uh, listened to some old stuff. And it's uh, been years since I'd heard uh, either song, and I didn't say anything to her about it, but uh, I guess the Lord tuned us both in to the same broadcast. All right, in Luke chapter 10, uh, we're going to read there, but I want you to find Revelations 5. Uh, Luke 10 and Revelations 5 this morning. won't be reading from Revelations 5, but I want you to have it marked. And uh, Luke chapter 10, we're going to read uh, verse 38 through to the end of the chapter today. And it's already been good to be in the Lord's house. And my heart has already been touched. I hope yours has. And uh, if it hasn't, I pray it will be uh, before the service uh, ends. You say, well... I really don't deserve a touch of God. Well, most of what He does, He does by grace, you know. And uh, so He'd probably give you one even if you didn't deserve it, if you asked Him for it today. And uh, Luke chapter 10, and beginning in verse number 38 through verse 42, the Bible said, Now it came to pass as they went that He entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received Him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard His word. But Martha was clumbered about much serving and came to Him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, And Mary had chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Thank you and be seated. Our Father, we do thank you this morning for what we've already uh, sensed and seen and felt around here this morning. And uh, it's evident the Lord is working and the Lord has been at work and the Lord is still working. Fathers, we come today, we ask, Lord, this thought that you put in my heart, uh, Lord, uh, I pray you bring it out of my heart and put it in somebody else's heart today. Make the Word of God clear to us today. Lord, uh, put the touch of God upon it that makes it alive. Uh, Lord, quicken us today that we might be made alive by the quickening touch of the Holy Ghost of God. Lord, save those that are here today and not saved. Father, I pray for those that, uh, that Lord, they... Uh, they couldn't say that they'd be there in heaven when this life is over, when Emma was singing that song. But I pray they might be able to say it when the service is ended. Lord, we pray today that all of us would draw nigh to God. We know the Bible said, draw nigh to God, and He'll draw nigh to us. And Lord, we're so uh, ignorant in many times that we don't even know how to draw nigh to God. We want to, but we pray God will help us to. And uh, Lord, bless the service today. Lord, forgive me, uh, Lord, of my failures. Uh, Forgive me, Lord, of my 
sins and uh, sin. And Lord, I just come and ask you to help me to lay aside those besetting sins that uh, keep me from running the race with patience the way I need to. Now, Lord, bless the service today. Give us the introduction into the message. Help us with the meat of the sermon. And let us know when we've said enough. And we'll be careful to thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Lots of homes today in America. They have a, they have a lot of hell in them today. Uh, when we look across America today, we know there's a lot of homes today that, uh, that are dark. They're dark. Uh, there's a darkness in those homes. They don't have much light about them. And, uh, and some of them you would not believe the depravity that goes on in homes in this city. Uh, you would not believe. And of course the obvious drinking and drugs and, and demons and devils working. And we could say that they have a little hell in their home before they go to hell, which will be their eternal home. But I don't want to talk about them today. I want to talk about this little home that I read about here in verse 38 through verse 42. And I want to talk about this little home. It has some heaven in it. And I think that all of us ought to have a little heaven in our home today. Amen. I want you to know that Jesus sure did like to come here. Every time He got near the home of uh, Looked like Martha was the owner, but every time that he got near the home of Martha and Mary and Lazarus, uh, uh, he always stopped in. Sometimes I think he'd go out of his way uh, just to go there and visit with them a little while. You say, why did he do that, Brother Rick? Well, I think he liked to go to Martha and Mary and Lazarus's home because it reminded him of his home. Had a little heaven in it. And you see, he had been away a long time. Uh, he had been away from home. We know some uh, he's down here three years, three and a half years before he went to Calvary. And uh, we know he was homesick. You know how to tell if you got a good home or not? You go back to it. You want to go back to it. You, you're homesick to see it. Amen. Uh, I, well, nobody ever had a home like Jesus had. Uh, uh, he had that heavenly home. We could... Uh, talk about it, not just the science of it, but uh, we could talk about the place that Jesus came from. One thing I've noticed in reading the Bible through, I try to read the Bible, uh, the crucifixion account, I try to read that through uh, several times a year, just start in there uh, about the time they arrest Him, read it all the way to the end of the resurrection. And I like to read that. But one thing I noticed in uh, reading, uh, reading those accounts, I noticed a few years ago that the closer Jesus got to the cross, uh, the more homesick He seemed. Uh, uh, he'd, he'd talk about things like, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And if I go away and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. Uh, He'd say things like, Father, glorify me with the glory that I had with thee before the world was. And he'd talk about home. He'd talk about his father's house. And I think he was simply homesick. Amen. I, 
I want you to know that the closest thing to heaven is not the church. That's not the closest thing to heaven. The closest thing to heaven is a Christian home. Amen. That's the closest thing I know of to heaven. And every Christian home... Uh, it ought to have uh, a little bit of heaven in it. Uh, uh, you say, Brother Rick, do I have a little bit of heaven in my home? I don't know. Let's see. Amen. Uh, uh, if you're saved today by the grace of God, uh, uh, I want you to know that if you're saved, uh, I know Jesus is in your home. Amen. Uh, isn't that right? Uh, uh, do you know do you know who's in heaven? Jesus is in heaven. Uh, in Revelation chapter 5, the Bible talks about Jesus being there in heaven. Uh, Jesus said that He was going away to sit on the right hand of, the, of God in heaven. Amen. Uh, I don't think there's anybody here that don't believe uh, uh, that Jesus uh, uh, isn't in heaven. The Bible said in Luke 24 verse 51, after He had been here 40 days, you know, He stayed 40 days uh, uh, after the crucifixion, uh, and he did that to uh, encourage his disciples, to teach his disciples uh, uh, before that he went away. But we know in Luke, Luke 24, verse 51, the Bible said that he went out there with his disciples, uh, and it said the heavens received him uh, uh, out of their sight. In other words, uh, he went home. Uh, can you imagine the celebration and the homecoming uh, when Jesus came back home uh, uh, after three uh, and a half years? Uh, uh, they had watched over the banisters of heaven. Uh, angels had fluttered around Calvary. Uh, and all he had to do was say one word. Uh, and they would have come down and they would have took him off the cross and took him back. Uh, uh, but he loved you and he loved me. Uh, and uh, so he never did ask them. But they then looked They've been, they've been watching him. Uh, uh, they've watched him as uh, he went along, done his miracles. They watched him as he fed the multitudes. But they also watched him uh, uh, when he was mistreated, lied upon. Uh, uh, they watched him there uh, uh, while he was beaten. They watched him when they smote him over the head. Uh, uh, they watched him as they spit into his face. Uh, uh, they watched him as they plucked the beard out. Uh, and they watched him go through all of that. Uh, uh, they seen him kneeling in Gethsemane. Uh, and uh, they heard him praying and groaning. Uh, uh, they heard him there as he said, Father, uh, is there any other way? Uh, uh, and he said, Not my will, but thine be done. Uh, and all they watched him as he drooped his head upon the cross and said, It uh, is finished. Uh, and they watched him as up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over his foes after three days. Uh, uh, they watched him as he came back to life. Uh, uh, they watched him as he descended uh, uh, down, uh, uh, down and led uh, paradise, uh, down to paradise and led captivity captive. Uh, uh, they watched him and they watched him and they watched him as he started headed toward home. Uh, and I can only imagine the celebration uh, that they had when Jesus stepped back through the gate. Amen. Uh, I'm telling you, I believe uh, uh, that it would have been something to hear. And I believe that it'd be something to see. Uh, now I said all that to say this. Uh, uh, do you know, you know why Martha and Mary's home uh, 
uh, had a little heaven in it. Uh, uh, Jesus was there. Amen. Uh, uh, the Bible said and that came to pass that they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him. The him is Jesus. And Martha received him into her home. Well, Jesus is in heaven right now. But he's also in your heart if you got saved. Amen. He also lives inside of you by the Holy Ghost of God. Isn't that true? Uh, he also, uh, uh, the Bible said, he said, if I go away, uh, he said, I'll send the Comforter. Uh, and the Comforter, that third person of the Trinity, uh, uh, we might say the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, uh, uh, and the Holy Ghost came. Uh, and uh, we say, Jesus lives inside of us. Uh, uh, we sang, I got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Uh, uh, who's the joy? That's Jesus. Amen. Uh, uh, we sing, He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. Uh, uh, we're saying, Jesus uh, is with us. I picked that quarter up. I see Steve keep looking at it. I didn't want him to make a dive for it. But I want you to know this morning that we have Jesus inside of us. Amen. Uh, and it has to be a truth, it has to be a fact, uh, uh, that if Jesus is inside of you, uh, uh, you've got a little heaven in your home, praise God. Uh, uh, you know, this never occurred to me till it occurred to me. Uh, uh, I know it, I knew it, but it just didn't, never really occurred to me. Uh, and i tell you, it blessed my heart when I got to thinking about that. Uh, I don't have to wait to go to heaven to have some heaven. I've got some heaven now, amen. Uh, uh, Jesus lives uh, uh, in my heart. Jesus lives in my home. Uh, you say, well, boy, that's good. How did Martha, how did Martha get Jesus in her home? Uh, she answered the door. Amen. 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 The Bible said, behold, uh, Jesus stands at the door and knocks. Uh, and if any man will open, he said, I'll come in. Uh, and the Bible said that Martha received him into her home. Oh, I'm so glad one day as a 10-year-old boy, I heard heaven come a-knocking, amen. I'm glad that through the help of God, through the prayers of others, that I had enough sense to open the door and say, Jesus, come in. Do you know what happened that morning? I left Temple Hill Baptist Church, and we drove down to where we live, and Jesus went home with me. I praise God, I had a little head heaven in my home. Have you ever let Jesus come into your home? He's a-knocking, amen, this morning. He'll let you know. He's ringing the bell. He's knocking, amen. He's on the caller ID. His number's coming up. You just need to answer it, amen. She had a personal invitation. I'm glad. I'm glad that I got a little heaven in my home, Amen. I'm glad Jesus is in my home. Uh, you say, Brother Rick, why are you glad you got a little heaven in my in your home? Because I have a little problems in my home. I don't know about you. Uh, uh, you see, Martha and Mary, they got in a little squabble here. Amen. Uh, you said, Brother Rick, I thought you said there was heaven. Did you know heaven has some problems? You know who caused the problems? The devil. Say, Brother Rick, you don't know what it's like down at my house. Uh, 
hey, I've been married 50 years soon. I know what it's like. And I know sometimes that in every home, no matter how Christian you are, uh, how much you go to church, how much you attend church, uh, I know every now and then war breaks out. Uh, uh, but did you know they have war in heaven? Uh, Revelations 12 said, and there was war in heaven. Amen. Uh, uh, they have some problems there in heaven. Uh, you say, Brother Rick, what are they going to do about them problems? Same thing I do about mine. Uh, I, I take them to Jesus. Same thing Martha did. Uh, uh, Martha came and said, Jesus, uh, uh, my sister ain't true me right. Uh, and uh, Jesus said, Martha, Martha. And he began to speak to her and talk to her a little bit. Uh, and I tell you, it's so good. Uh, I, that when you got problems in your home and you will have problems in your home, uh, it's so good to know there's a little heaven there uh, uh, to help you work the problems out. Uh, I'm glad, listen, if you're saved this morning and you know Jesus, uh, uh, there's a little heaven in your home. Uh, did you know if we were to go this morning to heaven, uh, uh, you know the angels are there, uh, uh, the seraphims are there, the cherubims are there, uh, uh, everything there, saints are there, saved ones there. Uh, uh, but did you know if we went to heaven uh, this morning, uh, do you notice what we would see? Uh, uh, we would see that angels, uh, uh, cherubims, sapiums, uh, uh, we would see uh, uh, that the saints, uh, uh, that everybody, there was one, uh, uh, there was one prominent uh, uh, thing in heaven that everybody was focused on. Uh, uh, you say, what is it? It's Jesus, amen. Uh, uh, they're saying, holy, holy, holy. Uh, uh, the saints are singing to Him. Uh, and I'm telling you, everybody is focused on the Lord. Uh, I'll tell you, boy, it's good to have a Christian home uh, where mama's saved, daddy's saved, uh, uh, the kids are saved, uh, and everybody realizes the prominent one in that home is not them. Uh, uh, the prominent one in that home is Jesus. Amen. Uh, I tell you, I feel like this morning and I'm so glad thank God I'm so glad that I got a little heaven in my home this morning praise God you say well Martha and Mary had a little heaven in their home they did they had Jesus there but you know what else they had look at verse 39 and the Bible said and she had a sister called Mary which also sat at Jesus feet and heard his word. How many's got a King James Bible? How many's got one in their home? You got a little heaven in your home. Do you know? Do you know what's in heaven? The Word of God. Amen. The Bible says that the Word of God is in heaven. I want you to look at Revelations five. This heavenly scene, amen. Now I want you to look here in verse uh, 1. And he said, I saw in the right hand of him that sat upon the throne a book uh, written within and on the backside sealed uh, and seven seals. Uh, and I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who's worthy to open the book? and to loose the seals thereof. And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man 
was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold the line of the tribe of Judah, there's Jesus in heaven, the root of David hath prevailed to open the book and to loosen the seals thereof. You say, what is that book, Brother Rick? Well, some say that it's a title deed to the earth. Others say that it is the Word of God. I just kind of believe it is the Word of God. I don't have my Bible's got a cover on it, and so I can't show you on it. It'd take an old Bible. What about yours, Steve? No, yours is not. NIV don't have it. Let's see. What else? Where's your look, Caleb, on the back? Caleb's Bible's got it. There on the back, these old Bibles, you'll notice they have these seven marks down through there. Now, if you were to ask them, if you were to write Oxford and say, why'd you put them on there? They wouldn't have a clue. I, I, they wouldn't know why. But I want you to know that, thank God, uh, uh, that the Bible said whatever book he's talking about there, uh, it has seven uh, uh, seals on them. Count the top uh, and them down through there. I'm glad. Thank God. Listen, uh, I believe that's the Word of God. Uh, and you say, well, I don't believe that. I think it's a title deed uh, of the earth. Uh, uh, this is a title deed of the earth. Uh, the Bible said in Psalms 24 and verse 1, it tells you who owns it. Amen. Uh, it said the earth is the Lord's uh, and, and all therein. Amen. Uh, uh, this book does tell you who it belongs to. Amen. Uh, I look at that and you say, Brother Rick, uh, uh, you mean there's a Bible in heaven? Absolutely. Uh, uh, Jesus said heaven and earth will pass away. Uh, uh, but He said my word shall not pass away. Uh, uh, did you know before the word of God ever came to earth, uh, it was in heaven. Amen. Uh, uh, yes, sir. The Bible said in the beginning was the word. Uh, and the word was with God. And the word was God. Uh, and the word was made flesh. Oh yes, before this Bible ever came down here, uh, it was up there. Uh, and can I tell you something? Uh, whenever this Bible's not down here anymore, uh, it'll still be up there. Uh, uh, the Bible said heaven and earth shall pass away. I saw on the news this week, uh, uh, they had a picture of a Bible and they said they're trying to get legislation. Uh, uh, they want to do away with the Bible. Uh, uh, amen. Uh, old brother Walt Ziegler told me years ago, he said, Brother Rick said, one of these days they'll pass a law uh, against that King James Bible. Uh, you say, why? Because this King James Bible, uh, it tells it the way it is. Uh, it tells the Supreme Court it's an abomination uh, uh, before God for men to lay with men and women to lay with women. Uh, uh, it tells you in the Word of God what's right and what's wrong. Uh, and uh, they don't want you to have a copy of the Word of God because they want to fill your mind with what they think's right. Uh, uh, but I'm glad this morning uh, I got a little heaven in my home. Amen. Uh, I got some Word of God. I got a bunch of Word of God. I got a lot of Bibles. Amen. You say, why why do they need a, a Bible in heaven for? Well, this is heaven's book. Don't you think heaven's book ought to be in heaven? And you notice over in Revelations 5, 
He says, it tells you whose book it is. He said, I saw in the right hand of Him that sat on the throne a book. The book belongs to the one on the throne. It don't belong to Nelson's or any of these others. That's God's book. You walked by it several times this week. You may have looked over in the back seat at it laying there where you throwed it last Sunday. This is God's book. I mean, if the Lord, if the Lord were to tell you, Tammy Duff, if the Lord were to tell you this morning, I'm going to meet with you at 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to speak with you, you'd probably be up all night waiting. That's exactly what He does with the Word of God. Amen. Notice it's in His. It's not only His book, but it's in His right hand. That right hand stands for authority. This says the authorized King James Bible. Amen. It tells you whose book it is and it tells you who authorized it. Holy men of God spake as they was moved by the Holy Ghost. This is not Caleb Cowan's book when he's preaching it. This is not Scott Prophet's book when he's teaching up there or Mike Gibson. This is not Rick Prophet's book and people say, I don't like what that preacher said. I, hey, I'm just reading out of the book. Amen. I, all I am, listen, listen. I, I, I bet you didn't get mad at the mailman I, I, when he brought something there you didn't like I, and you slammed the mailbox and said, I ain't going to that mailbox no more. I, I'm telling you, I ain't never, never going around that old mailman no more. He bought me some bad mail. Hey, all he's doing is putting it in the box. He didn't make the bill. Amen. He didn't send the, he didn't make the payment. I went the other day to, I guess Rondell's watching today. I went the other day to see Carlene Campbell. And uh, I left her house and got about as far from here, that upper building. And I heard something. Woo, 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 woo. And I looked, and this policeman on a motorcycle. He's motioned me over to the corner. And I motioned over to the curb and and I looked, I was a little over, but I thought, you know, it ain't gonna be much. And he got out and he come up there and he said, Sir, do you know what you was doing? I said, Yes, sir. I was doing forty five. He said, That's right. He said, You know what the speed limit is here? I said, No, sir, he said thirty five. And he wrote me a ticket that cost me a hundred and twenty five. I tried to get out of it. I said, do you know Johnny Campbell? He said, I never heard of him. <laughs> All efforts failed. Amen. But he had the authority to pull me over. Uh, he had the authority to write the ticket. He wasn't like the Lord. He didn't have any grace. And Cody's sitting back there grinning, writing them tickets at State Trooper back there. Remember to have a little grace. Amen. A little grace. 
I mean, come on, a 45 and a 35. But the, the Bible is God's Word. And the Bible said this book it's talking about here, it said no man could open it. Did you know that you cannot understand the Word of God unless God opens it? You'll come up with all kinds of meaning, all kinds of stuff until God opens it. The Bible said the natural man understandeth not the things of God, but they are spiritually discerned. Amen. I'm telling you, listen, I believe this is God's book. And if you've got God's book, you've got a little heaven in your home. Amen. Think about that. You see, that book's in heaven. You say, why? Because it's the authority in heaven. Revelations 20, the Bible said, and the books were open. I know there's a lot of books in heaven. But I believe the book that you're going to be judged out of is the Word of God. Because Jesus said, the words that I speak, they shall judge you in the last day. I, I believe this Bible's there so we can know what's right and we can know what's wrong. Do you know why that Bible's in your home laying on the coffee table? Let you know what's right. Let you know what's wrong. You got a little heaven in your home. I went to see my dad and he didn't read the Bible. But he had a big old family Bible about that big with Jesus' picture on the front of it. And uh, we always had that at home. And we got one in our house. But Daddy was having some problems. And I was, he'd cut his finger or something. I was doctoring him. And he was sitting down on his doctor's finger. And that Bible was laying there. And I, I set that messing bottle on that Bible. And he said, don't do that. I said, do what? To hurt you? He said, don't set that bottle on that Bible. Now my daddy didn't read the Bible every day, but he knew there's something about that book. That you ought to honor, you ought to respect, amen, you ought to look to. I, that Bible is light. You know why my home's not dark tonight? i got a little heaven in it. And the Bible said the Word is a lamp on our feet and a light on our path. That's what it says. The entrance of thy Word giveth light. Heaven's light's Jesus, but He is the Word. He's a living Word. You know why that Bible's in heaven? Because everything in heaven is eternal. Did you ever think about that? There's not anything in heaven that's not eternal. That's why Jesus said, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my Word shall not pass away. I, uh, did you know you got a little heaven in your home? Uh, uh, you got something eternal in your home. Uh, uh, you got something that's not going to die. It's not going to be destroyed. It's not going to be burned up. It's not going to be thrown away. I'm telling you, the Word of God is eternal. Uh, uh, Jesus said, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Amen. Uh, uh, you got a little God in your home. <laughs> You've got a little heaven in your home. Amen. That's the word. The closest thing we got to Jesus right now is that book. How you treating Him? How you treating the Lord? Has He been throwing on the coffee table all week? Has He been laying in the floorboard of the car? Has He been piled up and under all the mail on the coffee table. 
I believe this with all my heart. I believe how we treat that Word is how we treat the Word. How we treat Jesus, amen. Listen, this book is an eternal book. Think about that. Eternal came from heaven. Came down here going back to heaven. Will always be in heaven. Something different about this book. It's alive. For the Word of God is quick. That word quick means alive. The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing sunder of the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow, a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Thy Word, O Lord, is forever settled in heaven. Amen. All of thy, thy word is true and all thy righteous judgments endureth forever. I, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth a great spoil. Amen. I, I'm glad I got a little heaven in my home this morning. Thank God. Jesus is there. The word is there. But that ain't all Martha and Mary had there. You say, what did they have? Well, the Bible said Martha received him in, and Mary sat at his feet. And we know from John 11 that Lazarus, if he didn't live there, he'd come by real often. And we know in Revelations 5, talking about what's in heaven. In verse 8, the Bible said, I just need to read verse 5 and 6 because... That's the preeminent thing in heaven, the prominent thing. And one of the elders wept. One of the elders saith unto me, Weep not! Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and the loose of seals thereof. In other words, the angel said, John dried up. He said, There's one here that's able to open the book. That's what Daddy used to say when he'd come down with a belt. and We'd be aggravating him at night and he couldn't sleep and after several warnings he'd come down there jerk to cover back and he'd whip us till we were sobbing crying and then he'd say dried up <laughs> I'm laying there thinking this man's lost his mind amen <laughs> but the Bible the Bible said and, and I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne see he's a preeminent one and of the four beasts in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns, that's power, and seven eyes, that's all sin, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth to all the earth. And he came and he took the book. Boy, I like it when he takes a book, don't you? You say, why? He's about to open it. And the Bible said in verse 8, when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Amen. See, Luke Vaughn ain't the only one that's going to be able to play the piano. The Bible said we're going to all have a harp. You say, what's a harp? That's just that thing with all the wood tore off of it. Sitting up the other way. And the Bible said they sung a new song saying, Thou worthy to take the book. 
He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy to take the book because it's His book. And to open the seals thereof, for thou hast slain, hast redeemed us to God by the blood of every kindred, tongue, and people, nation, and hast made unto us God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Uh, the Bible said they sung a new song. Uh, do you know what's there in the little home there, Lance, where Martha and Mary and Lazarus resided? Uh, do you know what's in that home? Uh, uh, there's a little heaven in that home. Uh, you say, what well, you mean there's saved people in that home? You see, they saved people in heaven. Right now. Amen. That's what heaven's got. Heaven's got Jesus. Heaven's got the Word. Heaven's got saved people like Brother Chuck, Sister Linda. Heaven's got saved people like Sister Michelle, Brother Marty. Heaven's got saved people when Emma got up here and sung that song. I looked over at my wife and the tears were pouring down both sides of her face. And I knew exactly what she was thinking. Her stepdad, they used to sing in a gospel group. And he used to sing that song, Look for me at Jesus' feet. And I knew what she was saying. I looked down here at Brother Caleb and the tears. And I knew what he was thinking. He was thinking about his dad that went to heaven a little while ago. And you say, why? Heaven has got saved people in it. But I got a little heaven in my home. Because I got some saved people in it. Isn't that true? Amen. If you have someone saved in your home, you got a little heaven in it. I believe that's right. Revelations 5 and 8 and day, some. Someone said, Brother Rick, do you think there'll be children in heaven? I think they'll all be children. The children of God. If you ain't a child of God, you ain't going to be there. And the Bible said, except you become like a little child, you'll in no wise enter in. One lady said, Preacher, I know my husband's going to heaven. Ain't nobody more childish than him. But I want you to know, listen, the Bible said that all that's in heaven is the children of God. We're all children. Isn't that a good thought? That didn't bless y'all much. That blessed me when I got a hold of that. <laughs> Amen. Nobody's going to be in heaven that's not a child of God. Heaven is a place where saved people are. Boy, here's what got me under conviction. When Scott and Corey was little, if you were to come and talk bad about them or say something to them real bad, it wouldn't go well with me. You say, why? That's my children. That's my children. We had a little neighbor, neighbor kids. We lived on Cleveland Avenue. They'd come over and sometimes they'd all be disobedient. And Brother Caleb, I'd go over and get Corey and Scott. And I might take them over the house and 
I might correct them either verbally or physically. I might correct them. But the other little girl, I'd say, you run on home. And she's just as mean as they was. She may have stirred it up to cause them to do it. I don't know. Bill, they say the preacher's kids are always the worst. That's because they run around with the members' kids. I wouldn't whip that little old girl. I wouldn't talk to her. Why? She, she wasn't my youngin. And if I were to get on her and I were to whip her, I'd say it wouldn't be ten minutes that there'd be somebody knocking on my door and her daddy would be there and he'd be ready to fight me. Amen. Now here's my point. Here's my point. Here's my point. Uh, uh, you got a little heaven in your home. Uh, uh, that's God's child you're talking about. Uh, uh, you better be careful how you talk to God's child. Amen. Man. When the Lord unloaded that on me, I just got off my knees this morning. God said, God said the the people down at church, that's my children. Your wife's my child. Your children's my child. Your grandchildren, if they're saved, they're my children. Be careful how you talk to them and how you treat them. God's all for correction. The Bible tells us about that in God's way. But Jesus came to that little old home you know, there was love in that home. You say, how you know? Because in John 11, they sent for Jesus. And they said, He who thou lovest is sick. And they want you to come. Nobody doubts that Mary and Martha loved Lazarus. You say, Why? Because they're weeping, they're crying, their brother's sick, and then he finally dies. Nobody doubts Jesus cares. Why? Because He came. And when He got there, the shortest verse in the Bible said, Jesus wept. You got any love in your home? You ain't talking about worldly love, lust, and sex, and all that stuff. I'm talking about divine Love that God puts in your heart. If you do, you got a little heaven in your home. Jesus wept with them. This little family, He wept with them. Does Jesus care when my heart is sad? Yeah, Jesus cares. Casting all your care on Him because He cares about you. You know what's so good about having a little heaven in your home? Having Jesus in your home? Having the Word in your home? Having some saved people in your home? Let me show you what happened. John 11, Lazarus died. Jesus tarried and He came and they said, Lord, he's been dead four days. He's already stinking. And Jesus said, where's the grave? And they went over to the grave and he said, Jesus said, roll away the stone. 
And you know what happened is Jesus called him forth and Lazarus came forth. But I want you to look at chapter 12 and verse 1. Then Jesus six days, and that's significant, like 6,000. One day is with the Lord's a thousand years. Then Jesus six days before the Passover came to Bethany where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. And there they made him a supper, and Martha served him, and then took Mary a pound of ornament of spinard, very costly. You see, if you got saved people in your home, sooner or later those saved people are going to die. Sooner or later, you and I are going to die. But what's so good about having Jesus, a little heaven in your home, having Jesus there, having the Word there, having saved people there, a little heaven in your home? You know what Jesus is going to do? You know what He did for Mary and Martha and Lazarus? He regathered them again. In chapter 12, they're all back at the table again. In chapter 12, they're all back there again. You know what's going to happen one day if you've got a little heaven in your home? Jesus is going to regather you and take you to your final heavenly home. Amen! Our refrigerator, the whole side of it's nothing but pictures. Mama and Daddy, Mammy, church people. There's hardly every morning I don't get my coffee and turn around and look at that and just stand there for a minute. Think about seeing all them again. Thinking about being regathered when the Lord Himself comes with a shout. See, I got a little heaven in my home. Sister Linda, it's going to be good to see Chuck again. Brother Marty, you won't be able to contain the joy in Connie and them boys to see their mama again. Boys, uh, look here. It's going to happen. You say, why? Because this, this Bible says it's going to happen, amen, if you got a little heaven in your home. There's going to be, the Lord's going to regather us again. Amen. Amen. Say, how do you know, Brother Rick, it's real? How do you know? A little boy stood gazing into the clouds above. I know my kite is still up there, for I can feel the tug. The smile then crossed his little face. The tug had made it real. That's just the way the Spirit works. Thank God I know it's real. Thank God I know it's real. Amen. Amen. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I feel the tug this morning. 
Does anybody else feel the tug this morning? Amen. Thank God I know it's real. Got any heaven in your home? You you got any of these three things that I mentioned, you ought to have a little heaven in your home. Amen. You ought to have a little heaven in your home. A little boy stood gazing into the clouds above. I know my kite is still up there. For I can feel the tug, the smile then crossed his little face. The tug had made it real. That's just the way the Spirit moves. Thank God I know it's real. Emma, you come on sing this morning. You mind the Lord. Oh, listen, I don't know if that bothered you or not, but when I... When I've seen how many years I've had a little heaven in my home and didn't even realize I had a little heaven in my home. That's made me view things a whole lot different. You ought to come this morning if you're not saved and get saved and go home with a little heaven in your home today. Just stand if you would please. You don't, you don't have to wait for her to sing. You can come pray right now. Thank God. You got some heaven in your home, you'll be glad. You ought to thank God for it this morning. Who's going to be waiting for you down there? Hey, Mama. Hey, Grandpa. Hey, Grandma. Hey, Daughter. Hey, Son. You got any heaven to go to heaven in? Gonna be there. Dead man. Think about mama and daddy. Jesus. Gonna get to see Jesus. You need to come this morning. You got a little heaven in your home.